Hello, I'm Kel, founder of How I Cured My Resting Bitch Face and host of Dear Dumb Bitch. Life gives us all kinds of lessons, and I spent most of my life avoiding and ignoring them until I realized the dream life I thought I was living was actually a nightmare. So I returned my Porsche, left sunny South Florida, and moved across the country to restart my life in the rainy city of Seattle. I decided it was time to start paying attention to my life and actually use these lessons as opportunities for personal growth so I could stop having to face my reality and could start creating my reality. I'm oversharing the lessons I've learned from my past and my everyday life experiences with you here on my podcast, Dear Dumb Bitch, because we all have an inner dumb bitch that could use some perspective shifts and inspiration. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Dumb Bitch. If you haven't listened to episode one yet, then I would highly suggest starting there because this episode will make way more sense if you do. So I think I might be addicted to podcasting. Like I haven't even uploaded episode one yet, but here I am recording my second episode. Now, all of these initial episodes will be unedited, by the way, because learning how to edit a podcast is still on my to-do list. So, little disclaimer there. These will be unedited. I kind of feel like I literally don't know how to do my life right now because I have all of these new dreams and goals, but it's fine. My to-do list is miles long at this point and I wouldn't have it any other way. Have I mentioned I am addicted to productivity? That's a topic for another day and another episode. This feels like the right time to mention that I am also a recovering perfectionist with the more than occasional relapse. Like I'm currently resisting the urge to re-record episode one a million times to get it just right. I love the details, so it's easy for me to get stuck there and not see the bigger picture, which is just take action and move forward with life. The reality is all of these first episodes are going to suck, and that's a good thing because it means I'm trying and learning something new. I'm a beginner, And why do I think that I would magically be amazing at something the first time I do it? Like literally had this calling to make a podcast and don't know anything about public speaking or podcasting. So I'm learning how to do all of it live time with you. Everything is a skill and you get better with practice. At least that's what I'm telling myself. So thanks for sticking with me in the meantime because it might get bumpy and I kind of want it to get bumpy because that's the real shit. I've always gotten fixated in wanting myself to appear perfect, but perfect isn't real and I want this to be really real. 
Also, I just told my dad about my podcast and his reaction was priceless. Like, I wish I recorded it. I can't stop replaying it in my head. It was such an amazing moment. So, hey, dad, I'm starting a podcast called Dear Dumb Bitch, kind of like Dear Diary, but, you know, Dear Dumb Bitch, because we all have an inner dumb bitch. (laughs) Oh, my God, it was hilarious. So aren't you, aren't you proud, mom and dad, that your daughter had this dream to start a brand called How I Cured My Resting Bitch Face and a podcast called Dear Dumb Bitch? <laughs> anyway, on to today's entry. Dear Dumb Bitch, the future is way more beautiful than you can even imagine. Sometimes you don't realize how much tension you're holding on to until you let that shit go. You can't create a new future holding on to the past. You need to give yourself permission to let go of the past versions of yourself to create space to become who you're supposed to be. So I mentioned in episode one that December 16th is the anniversary of the day I chose myself four years ago, the day I told ex-dude that I wanted a divorce, and it's a day I will celebrate every year forever. This year, I decided to celebrate by going to the spa and getting a massage. Have you ever cried at the spa of a five-star hotel before? I have. So I'm getting this massage at the Four Seasons on Me Day. The treatment room was a waterfront suite overlooking the water. (laughs) Waterfront suite overlooking the water. um, Obvious. And uh, the Great Wheel and all of downtown Seattle. And it was just, it was so beautiful. Now, I don't know if how you prefer your massage experience, but I like deep pressure. If you know me, then you know I am all about efficiency. So I'm like, let's relax and take time for ourselves and do self-care, but also make it practical and work out all the shit in my muscles at the same time. So within the first five minutes of my deep tissue massage, my entire back is already snap, crackle, and popping. And it was so intense in the most delicious way. I didn't even realize how much tension I had until I started to let it go. And then I had the realization that this also applies to life. So I'm like, hmm, what else do I need to let go of? So then I realized I have a lot to let go of. So I'm like, yes, let's take advantage of this and let all the shit go, like all of it, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Again, sometimes you don't realize how much tension you're holding on to until you let it go and that you need to let go of what was to create space for what will be. That's what growth is. So I decided to do like a release and let go meditation during my massage, which sounds really fancy, but it's literally just saying, not out loud, saying in your head, let as you inhale and go as you exhale. So let go and visualizing all the tension just melting away. It's amazing how much your mind wanders like all the time. 
but you really notice it more when you're meditating. Like one second I was thinking, let go, and the next I was thinking about what I ate for breakfast on some random day in eighth grade and if I actually want to go out on New Year's Eve. The mind is wild. Meditation really is a practice and your mind will wander and then you just guide your focus back. That's literally all meditation is. It's like learning to be the bouncer of your own thoughts, but in a gentle and non-assertive way. So maybe not like a bouncer at all, actually. Anyway, so I did my let go meditation and had the most amazing massage. Highly recommend Nicole at the spa at the Four Seasons in downtown Seattle. So I'm all relaxed and released from my massage. Like my body felt like butter. And I'm in the relaxation lounge at the spa, which is as amazing as it sounds. And I'm relaxing because apparently that's what you do in a relaxation lounge. I tend to be slightly high strung, so relaxing is something I'm still learning to do, but that's another episode. So the relaxation lounge is zen as fuck. They have the spa water, which is like coconut water with citrus, and it tastes like heaven. And all of a sudden, it hit me. I was living the life I once dreamed of, except it was even better than I ever imagined. Like four years ago, I had no idea that not only would I be living in Seattle, the place I visualized having a second chance at life, but that I would be at the fucking spa at a five-star hotel. It was such a surreal moment. I brought my journal with me because I wanted to write a letter to my former self, that girl who chose herself four years ago. So I'm in the relaxation room, wearing the white spa robe, sipping on my spa water, and I open my journal and start writing this letter to my former self. And when I say I experienced every emotion there is, I'm not joking. I don't even have words for the feelings I was feeling, but it was so beautiful and left me ugly crying in the public relaxation room of the spa at the Four Seasons. Like they shut the door to give me some privacy. It was it was a moment, it was a major moment. So I'm writing and the tears just keep coming. Tears of gratitude, tears of appreciation, tears of sadness, tears of joy, tears of every emotion in between. Tears because the spa water tastes so fucking good, tears of repressed emotions that I finally gave myself permission to acknowledge. I'm not usually a crier, by the way. <laughs> but once again, I didn't realize how much I was holding on to until I started to let it go. And once I started to let it go, I realized how heavy all of that shit was. This letter to my past self allowed me to let go of all of the shit I didn't even realize I was holding on to. It was a letter of forgiveness and letting go of the resentment I had towards myself and my past. It was a letter of grace that recognized that version of myself was doing the best she could. It was a letter of acknowledgement of the past version of myself for deciding she deserved more. It was a letter of acceptance, of gratitude, of understanding, and above all else, a letter of love. 
It was also a goodbye letter because I realized I needed to give myself permission to fully let go of the girl I used to be. I needed to say farewell to the dumb bitch. I needed to release all the fragments of my former self to make space for the next version of myself. Now these fragments fill in the gaps and holes but block us from growing and expanding, which again is what this human experience is all about. Evolving into that next version of ourselves. Letting go of these fragments can be uncomfortable. Think of the past as like fragments of glass in our soul. Wow, that sounds dramatic, but let's let's go with it. So we have these fragments of glass in our heart and soul, from our past life experiences, but shards of glass are sharp, right? And it hurts to yank them out, but it also hurts even more to leave them in. So we have to recognize that they're there, acknowledge them, and then lovingly yank that shit out. That process doesn't usually feel good, which is why we usually try to avoid it, but holding on to them hurts more in the long run and it never gets easier to yank them out. So letting go can be painful. And then you have these spaces which aren't filled in yet, which you aren't quite that next version of yourself yet. So that's uncomfortable too. But that's the space that's necessary to grow and expand and elevate to the next level of yourself. Okay, that was deep and metaphorical as fuck. So let's just get real. Think about your closet. Now, if you're anything like me, then you currently hate about 96% of your current wardrobe. Like, I feel like the majority of my clothes in my closet right now just don't feel like me anymore. And I want to throw away everything and start over and buy all new clothes that are more of my current style, but I'm not even entirely sure what my current style is yet quite the conundrum dumb bitch so now what well i could go out and just buy all new clothes right now but i still wouldn't really know what to buy and i probably wouldn't be buying things i like in the long run because i'm learning what my style is now and then i wouldn't even have any place to put them because my closet is still full of all of the old shit so what I need to do is I really need to go through my closet and pull out anything that doesn't feel like me anymore, anything that is keeping me tied to a past version of myself, anything that doesn't bring me fucking joy, and get rid of all of that shit. Like, go donate it to someone who will actually enjoy it and, and wear it because I'm not. Taking the time to clear out the shit I don't want will give me clarity to know what I do want and then I'll know what I actually want to buy, what I want to become, and have the space for it, and it will be magical. So that's on my to-do list, by the way. It just hasn't made its way up to the top yet. It's not a coincidence that I feel like my current closet isn't me anymore. I've had a lot of changes and growth in the past few years, and I'm in another one now. I'm noticing a trend here. Maybe this cycle of change just plays on repeat forever. Hmm, what a concept. Okay, so you literally need to make space for your new wardrobe 
and figuratively you need to make space for the next version of yourself so let's clean out our literal and figurative closets and make space for that new wardrobe aka the next level highest version most badass and amazing new self so dear dumb bitch what do you need to let go of where are you carrying tension and resistance in your life what is keeping you tied to an outdated version of yourself what would you say to a past version of yourself so that's a wrap episode two of dear dumb bitch if you want to join me on this dumb bitch journey then click subscribe so you can listen to future episodes. If you want some additional journal prompts so you can take a deeper personal dive into today's message, that's always a fun swim, then click the link in the show notes so I can send them to you. If you want to connect, then let's be digital besties on Instagram. I'll add my info in the show notes as well. I love you bitches so much. Now go love yourself and have the most beautiful day.